Welcome to PlayStation Unchained. We have music at the beginning. Drop the beat. You dropped it. Actually, you did drop the beat. It can't do that because all the cool kids are doing diss tracks. Oh, is that a thing? That's a thing right now. All of the cool kids are dissing the diss tracks of this. So I'll have to make a diss track for the next Unchained. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't I know hate. what I um, um, Damn you. Well, I guess the only one that could make a real diss track is Gary because he could just say he hates video games. <laughs> and drop the mic. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll make a mixtape. Yeah, I think next week we should get Gary to just come up with a rhyme, uh, yeah, rhyme he about He hates video games game. because he thinks they're lame. Oh, wow. Uh, we got an M&M yeah. in here. Yeah, tell you it. Next week's project. There you go. Everyone has to do a diss track. All the microtransactions about, about video are to, game. The microtransactions are to blame. And <laughs> oh my god! The, the, most of all the games are the same. the same. What? What? Drop the mic. That was pretty tame, dude. You should um, see the I games. want this for the fame. Yay! There we go. Yeah. So we, we've uh, got a podcast, and uh, it's about PlayStation, yeah. and it's called PlayStation Unchained, and. Somewhere in that jumbled mess of a beginning. I said that, I'm sure. We said uh, it at the start, I think, maybe. Oh, I didn't know if we actually got around to saying the whole... I definitely saw what episode we were on, but I can't remember what episode we were on. Because we were oh, on it, like 100 and bajillion. 185. 185. 185. 15 away from the big two zero zero, as Jean Renault would say. Zero, zero. Oh my I god, does that mean it's going to be a tough birthday? Splendid. Um, I am your host, Neil Bolt, once again. And I am, of course, joined by Ben Shilliver Hall. How do you do, Ben? I am very tired and confused, but mostly tired. <laughs> These are good qualities in a podcast. <laughs> and we're also joined half and half by an NFL watching Tim. Uh, I forgot to say, Neil, I did that when you were away also to carry on the tradition. That was splendid. Yeah, we made sure that it never dies. Yeah, I'm feeling very musical today. Which is, yeah? Uh, yeah, I don't know why. So, like, the whole thing, the whole podcast has to be lyrical then. So, you're, you're hosting, you got to do the thing. Well, no, because, you know, we want people to listen. And that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know, we Even could I get into tolerate. a new audience. We could get into cats. Cats? Come on. Yeah. You sound like Clive Anderson. You're fine. No matter what you say, it's going to be great. I don't remember Clive Anderson doing a musical. To be fair. <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of the things you just don't know. Like when Johnny Depp came out and sang for, what's that show? Oh, my God. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say when Johnny Depp came out and beat his wife or something. You know? I mean, one thing at a time we can talk I mean, about here. I mean, that, that was surprising. Yeah. I mean, Singing, yeah, like, yeah, that was surprising. Yeah, you musical know, wasn't surprising, but the, the beating was, you know. Drop the. Never mind, not saying it. <laughs> yeah. Drop the beating. I'm saying said that, it. Actually, said that's it, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's you know, not I'm bad. gonna go Google Clive Anderson musical. <laughs> it's gonna be a thing. I promise. <laughs> I hope it is. Crosses my fingers. Hashtag. Uh, oh, that's a podcast, is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what you call a podcast. Um, yeah, so we are on episode 185, as we said, and we are here to talk about PlayStation stuff and the like, because, hey, that's what we've been doing for about 185 episodes. So, 
About, yeah. And I mean, there were other episodes that weren't numbered, so there's probably more. We've probably done two, more than 200 podcasts, but, you know, of this, of the Unchained name. But uh, we'll get to a double one next week, in fact, because we'll have the uh, the wrestling predictions will return. So we'll, we'll have that. <gasps> yes! And may we I? do. Maybe, yeah. may, may you? You may. <gasps> you, you may so young. Excited. Classic. I can't That's wait. So I can't wait for that Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. You know, that's a football thing, right? Is it a football wrestling? It's American football thing. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. At the whatever dome. Yep, the whatever dome. That's actually what they call every single dome in the NFL. <laughs> the dome. Which is why the, the Packers have an actual grass field, so it doesn't have a stupid name. But, but do they have the grass field six inches or lower? Because uh, actually lower because they have people that are paid to cut the lawn as opposed to being told to be good neighbors and doing it god damn it too soon <laughs> you can't be good neighbors if, if you've got a noise problem like that i mean like a good neighbor cut your goddamn lawn oh god damn it now i'm just thinking of that tv show <laughs> sitcom neighbors neighbors <laughs> we're we're really singing this one out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like and almost instinctively now, phlegm is building up in my throat as if to say, "No, you shall not sing." <laughs> Everyone uh, wants to be good neighbors. What? <laughs> uh, not me. Just want to say, yeah. that. not me. Not me. Uh, my neighbors suck. They're terrible people. Uh, anyway, yes. Um, <clears throat> Yes, uh, we're here to do that podcasting. I'll say it again because it eventually will stick and we'll actually drive on through this mire that is the beginning of this podcast. But what if the grass is too long and we can't go through it? Well, it's boggy yeah. swamp, so <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It can be as long as you like, but yeah. you're still going to think to your ultimate That's doom. What she said. Yes, it is what she said. Um. <clears throat> Let's uh, find some things to talk about. Then I am actually getting really flummy for it. This is weird. <laughs> <coughs> Out of nowhere. Um, we won't tell anybody. Your secret's safe with us. Nobody Bye. except for the 30,000 listeners will know. Well, we're <laughs> not going to say anything, Ben. We won't have to. Okay. No, this is it. Just... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to surprise you because I'm going to start by talking about Destiny. And not even in a negative way or oh, anything. Uh, uh, one sec, I've got to make sure this is double recorded. <laughs> double recorded. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm recording, so it is pretty double recorded. Okay, good. So we, I, I did this because I thought, well, the people on the podcast with me can talk about it. I don't have to. I can just tell the story and they can go, yeah, okay, well, this I have relevant things to say about this. And uh, I think that's good hosting and delegating. So... Uh, without further ado, um, Destiny 2's first raid was beaten very quickly. Um, in fact, it took six hours after it was unlocked that uh, it was beaten by uh, what was the name of the team? The Legend himself, which, yeah, yeah, just gives me another reason not to go anywhere near Destiny. Um, I mean, it's got no, it's not got a cool little title like my clan. How can you be a clan called The Legend himself and be a clan of people? This is. <laughs> You, you want to know what my clan's called? Go on. The Crumble. The Crumble. <laughs> the Let's crumble. get Crumble with it. And our, um, slum, our little t- cat clan tag is Crumb. That's um, crummy, dude. <laughs> that is crummy. <laughs> but it's, it's a joke because one of our friends, the PvP mode is called Crucible, and he called it the Crumble. So he said, can we go play the Crumble now? Yeah. 
So then it became. See, you have no idea how timely that laugh is. <laughs> That's so good. So timely. Because Ben told us this lamely incredible joke, and yeah, that's great timing. We love you, Ben. I'm great at timing. Anyway, that was back to Neil. Okay. Just a punctuation mark to this car crash of a beginning. (laughs) Beginning, middle, and end car crash. Yeah, there there are now cameos to the car crash. It's like. It's like the um, crash mode in Burnout. It's, it's like <laughs> racking them up. Here comes another one. The multiplayer. Multiplayer? Multiplayer. <laughs> Continues. <laughs> Unabated. Um, right. Uh, yes, yeah, so Leviathan Raid took six hours for the team led by YouTube member Slayer Age to triumph on the puzzle. Have you mentioned? Yes, I did say YouTube in that way. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. Um did any of you guys get to do the raid? I'm slowly working on it still. Yeah, I tried it. I got to the second phase, and it was kind of cool because uh, I I love I miss that kind of thing with with WoW with MMOs in general really, but WoW because I did it more with it. But um, it it's so cool being to being able to go into something completely ignorant and fresh. So you have to actually pay attention to what you're doing. You're not just following your routine. You're looking at the things. You know, you're dying for the sake of learning, and yeah. it's kind of cool in that way and like the first area is very it it leaves a lot of wiggle room like there's a lot to go wrong a lot of moving parts but they're not but they all kind of go to one point which is pretty cool i don't really want to you know go too far into it without you know ruining it in case people want to go play it themselves but um it has that sort of feel to it and it's it's a very cool beginning um yeah i miss that a lot about mmos this is a nice refreshing thing by the way we found the secret little thing at the start What's that? There's four golden plaques. You know that you, when you go up to the top, there's a uh, purple circle with like little flag holes. Like yeah, later purple on. Purple circle. Yeah. Um, we found four golden plates outside the temple. If you stand on them, that glows with a symbol. Hmm. We don't. We can't work out how to what to do after that, but we found that out today. Oh snap! Can and I we have looked it? online and nothing even said about the golden plates that alone the circle you so. gotta be the first man get yeah. there we shall be and we'll get nothing for it like we beat the boss today and six of us got tokens one person got an actual item yeah yeah that kind of happened with us too I was a little sad because I was just got tokens because you know my life yeah I've been in the, that room four times now it's annoying the reason why people can beat the raid is, is because they'll have three of the same character. Mm. They'll level it up. And then they'll get the powerful engrams on the first character, switch over to the second, do the same on that, and switch over to the third, do it on that, and then transfer all the gear to the first character and boost that up. That's how okay. they get you know, higher level for the raid to make it easier. Mm. How about that? Because you can transfer your, your, your gear from every character to yeah, so okay, That's I wouldn't do it, but um, yeah. Anything else to say on that? Pretty good. Well done. Well Yay. done. Pretty good. Well done. You're going for that six hours over consecutive days, I suppose. Personally, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Plus, pretty much. by the time you start actually beating it, once people actually works out the strategies, it's not six hours. 
no, no. Once you, you yeah. know, it, once someone else has blazed that trail, you are yeah. pretty much like, yeah, well, yeah, I could do it in this amount of hours. It's like, yeah. but yeah, you don't get to say I was first or no. among first. Yeah, I know what It was fun though. We got to the second area, and yeah. it requires a pretty competent strategy, right, and a lot of analysis to figure it out. And yeah. um, the five, uh, five of the six of us in my team, because there's always one. Uh, the five or six of us had a, a really good strategy yeah. built up. And again, I'm not going to go into too many details about it, but we had it figured out. It was just ironing it out and streamlining it. And the sixth guy just kept trolling us. Like he wasn't really doing much while we were trying to get this thing going. And he said, yeah. well, you're thinking too much about it. It can't be this hard because ah, destiny shooter. It can't be this hard. You're overthinking it. I'm like, okay, well, I think I'm done for the night because I'm not dealing with this shit. Yeah, so the worst thing of any team-based game is having those kind of people. My red yeah. group just beat the third area. Jelly. Yeah, because they're running it with someone else. Do you feel jelly? Jelly. What's that? No. No, I don't, no. I'm not running it, so I just saw they're beating it. Ah. Womp. Womp, womp. Cool. Well, I we'll... thought I'd stop running to do the podcast with you guys. Uh, that, as, you, as you should. Uh, that's uh, the law. The law. Was... <laughs> the leer. The leer. Anyway, um, yeah, let, let's move on from Destiny Talk, which, yes, now I've what? done it. I've kind of obligated my contract to chill thingy bob, and I've talked about the popular thing in the popularness. Um, NPD figures and shit. Yes, we've got the sale figures <laughs> that time. Um, PS4 continues to be dominant in unsurprising turnover. Um, yeah, basically PS4 console sales have surpassed 62 million, uh, more than double the Xbox One's 30.61, and Switch currently at 5.39 million. Yeah, obviously only releasing this year, but uh, um, for the last month, um, there's a big dip in sales of Xbox Ones, and uh, yeah, uh, pretty same, pretty much the same as last month for PlayStation, selling about uh, 750,000 units in the month. Um, whereas obviously the Switch was a uh, far away higher at the time. Um, yes, yeah, so it's not not bad. It's still doing very well. Switch is doing well too, as we said. So and. I think we've made this point before that uh, the Xbox One X may bring it up a bit for Microsoft, but I don't think it's going to be much and uh, not a, a long-term plan on that. A shame, but uh, nice to see that PlayStation is still keeping pace uh, you know, while the Switch is popular. Would you not say, Tim? I would not say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's for you. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> nah. I mean, I'm, I don't really see PlayStation going down, even if, even, you know, that little period of time where people were confused what the Pro was, and now people don't really care. Yeah. Which is nice, because we got past that weird hump where people were like, wait, wait, and then and now they're like, nah, never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, all that aside, having games is nice. So the PS4 will do really well, I think. I will continue doing really nice, so. Yeah, that's it. And it's like, I... 
I've noticed that some of the people that I haven't seen online for about two, three years because they've been on Xbox have suddenly crawled back in uh, to PS4 land. So it's a uh, one of us, one of us, you and all that. Yeah, what about you, uh, Ben? I was I forgot your name for a second, <laughs> which is very strange <laughs> considering you're the most regular person I talk to on this podcast. Um. I want to say that the reason why the PS well, Xbox is not selling because it's got no exclusives, and um, most of the multi platforms are, you know, better on PS4, and the PS4 has the install base because of how well it's sold anyway. Yeah, uh, I mean, it comes to that point where it's like, well, my friends are playing on this game on this. I mean, Destiny alone will uh, certainly uh, amplify that yeah. this month. It's, I'd imagine next month sales are going to look very healthy for. PS4 in that regard, especially with the uh, limited edition version they had out for that, and uh, because you know there are people who are crazy about Destiny. And, More like uh, me. Yeah, like yourself anyway. uh, and other, other less sane people. Anyway, <laughs> Xbox One—that's my re- reason why it's not selling too well. PS4, I can see it slowing down in sales just because a lot of the people that are hardcore with Sony have already probably purchased it. Sure, I think next uh, move really for them yeah. is to keep knocking the price down on the PSVR, yeah. get that sold. Just... And the Switch is new, so people want it, and there's yeah. not enough stock, so people want it more. Yeah, exactly, and it would you know, those numbers it has now would be higher. I mean, yeah. you think that it's um, you know, the Xbox One is at thirty million units, and you know, Switch is already at five after just a few months, <laughs> yeah. and it's like uh, having had what a three and a half year head start. Yeah. The Xbox one so yeah i i could see uh the switch surpassing the xbox brand easily like very quickly i think at this rate it's like no, uh, i don't think very quickly i think it'll take a while just because of nintendo's supply true yeah but no, i think once I, the, I you get think... the swing of things people it's, it's becoming more prevalent out here now it's like you're seeing it and people talking about it and can't say you could you couldn't say that with the wii wii u i mean it's, it was a uh, I'm going to say that the sales will die off slowly around summer next year. Hmm. I don't. I mean, it's never. It's never going to catch the uh, PS4. I think yeah. because I just think the PS4 is just on an insane number run. By the time it gets retired, it's uh, going to be uh, yeah. quite high, to say the least. It's like, um, but yeah, there you go. It's like. It's not going to be, I think, like last gen, where you know Sony were the ones behind and they clawed their way back and ended the gen pretty much neck and neck, um, because Xbox have nothing in the tank to really just sort of come out and go, "Hey, here's our whole our killer app games that, that you can only play here and on PC." Yeah. <laughs> so it's, and Nintendo, uh, yeah, it has its main audience and it has some people that want to go because the different, yeah, how it's different is, yeah, it you're still seeing it now. doesn't have. I know it doesn't really have the range that Sony normally does. If you understand what I mean. Oh no, sure. Sony is the all rounder. In, yeah. in it's, it's like they are. The Switch's gimmick is, of course, its portability yeah. and the fact that it has Mario and Zelda and things like that. So, you know, that's enough. That's all it needs. Yeah. And so, the minute that Pokemon game's on, that that there will, will be a, another huge surge in that console. That uh, will be so. mine. No, I'm thinking about pre-ordering that Mario one if I can, if it's not already sold out, which it probably has. It probably has because. And Nintendo. gone. <laughs> Is that the one where he's topless? Because 
seen it though. <laughs> the memes that have come out of it are brilliant. Also, I like that joke about the fact that oh, it's only five point seven gigabytes, so it's like one fourth <clears> of <throat> the, the the gameplay of NAC two. NAC two better game. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, they they point that out. Like when the game's designed with that in mind, they they can make it quite small if needed. Well, it's they a two could... D platformer game. How much space that's do you not... actually need? That's well, three D, but you know it's Mario. It's free, yeah, it's a Mario game. How much space do you have to need? Because all the assets will... Yeah, there's a lot of... Well, let's put it this way. Final Fantasy is what? 50, 60, 70 gig now? And it's yeah. like... I mean, I, I'm going out on a limb here, but I think that might be a better game than Final Fantasy 15 when, when it comes out. <laughs> and... I don't know. The combat system of Mario is never that good. Well, I don't think... So, but then... <laughs> I guarantee you there won't be a bit where Mario disappears for 10 years, comes back with a slight beard, and... You know, oh, now you've ruined the twist! And, like, kind of doesn't or does die with Princess Peach at the end. Oh, yeah, that, would, that would actually be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and, there, and Mario, of course, doesn't have much of a story to begin with, so there are no need for plot holes. But he's not a plumber anymore, that's confirmed. Or what's he been doing all this time? That's the question. Why, why bother the mushrooms. Your How come side? they never have a game of him where he's actually doing his job? Because he's this got is all it. those other jobs, side jobs to afford to pay for Peach's yeah. addiction of thinking she's a princess. He's, he's an entrepreneur <laughs> at this point. He's got his uh, he's got his go karting. He's got his party games. He's got yeah. Someone has to How much does those. he get paid if this is a side job? How much does he get paid if he's not there at least forty hours a week? Who knows? I mean, well, considering the fact that I don't know. He's got to, he's got to be like an uncle sort of one. I mean, it's like yeah, maybe not, that met, met, metaphorically. Yeah, he's a doctor among other things. Just, he married into money. And now he's just doing little things to keep himself grounded. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's like he's just got this world of make believe around him where he feels like he's doing something, contributing. Yeah. Like, I mean, basically, yeah. yeah. It's like charity work. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Mario is Trump. We've, we've just clicked. Oh, no. Oh, no. Poor yeah. Mario. Poor Mario. Let's make Mushroom Kingdom great again. <laughs> but he has, he, has actually, he has hair, though. <clears throat> what about that Luigi? <laughs> oh, my God. Who? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know. It's a me, Luigi. <laughs> In, in this realm, I think that Princess Peach would be Ivanka because, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, that makes it what? Oh, God, no. I mean, it makes it reality, doesn't it? No. Shit, so is that oh. like Bernie Sanders' Peach warrior? <laughs> oh, my God, then Daisy must be Hillary. <laughs> oh, man. Let's do a turn. It's like a dark doctor. <laughs> oh, and then, so this means that Luigi must be Bernie Sanders because everyone ignores him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, even though he's got the better ideas, like yep. let's he's not, a better person. Yeah. So it's Luigi. This is perfect. Trip. Which is why I always gone for Luigi ever. Yeah, Luigi's always the bad brother. Who's Toad then? Boris Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not American, but I don't know. It just fits Toad. 
Oh, I was going to say Nigel Farage, if you're going to get a toad. But it's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's this that cheeky guy that annoys you, but you forgive him every so often, but he still annoys you. That voice. Uh, anyway, let's, yeah, uh, let's, toad, let's, let's, let's steer away from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, toxic! <laughs> you're toxic, and I am slipping under. Right. Art. Um... I thought we'd go for a bit of comedy for the end one. Um, guess what? Yves Guillemot thinks that Horizon Zero, Horizon Zero Dawn and Zelda Breath of the Wild copied his company's open world mechanics. Of course, his company is Ubisoft. Yes, Ubisoft. Oh, um, my God. Ubisoft are known for their unique and wonderful ideas. How dare they? Yep. They've had unique and brand new ideas for minutes they had iconic new ideas um yeah it comes about in the latest issue of edge magazine um he talked about the open world game design formula and how games like breath of the wild and zero dawn have uh, borrowed from ubisoft's games by saying it's interesting because the legend of zelda breath of the wild uh, took a lot of things that existed in far cry and other ubisoft games but did them perfectly so you know at least he's being modest um i think the uh, most important thing is they're not the systems as they are, it's how they can be perfected, uh, how they can give the player the best experience possible. I mean, I mean does anyone want to tell Eve that open worlds did kind of exist before that and other people might have done them? We should take this conversation to Rockstar. Yeah, I mean, I mean at least Rockstar, perhaps even Bethesda. I think they might have had a say in that before Ubisoft as well. And yeah, but we were talking about good games. When you bring out Bethesda, oh, I don't know. Any um, chance I, mean, I get to hate on them, I will take. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying to a degree of this. It is, you know, yeah, okay, there are aspects of that that uh, look familiar, if you will. And sure, I think Far Cry, he's got a point with Far Cry. I think a lot of what is in there has sort of bled through to a lot of open world games. Most of the Ubisofts, to be fair, um, as is their nature, to just sort of all bleed into one another like one big tie-dye patchwork quilt. But, um, yeah, it, it's good that he's at least being modest by saying, you know, it's like, yeah, we did this, but, you know, and others copied it, but they have indeed done it much, much better. But, hey, you know, bless him. Bless his little French socks. And at least he's... Um, Keeping you know, Vivendi from buying out the company and to be, and making himself an absolute real shithole that don't even make anything decent. Oh, anything else to say on that, my dear friend? Nah, nah. It, it was amusement factor on this one, but uh, uh, even if he is right, so um, <laughs> to a degree, it's like um, what about you, Ben? Uh, okay, Ben's dead. It's fine. We'll no! Carry no! <laughs> no, we've got to leave him behind. I'll never he'd, let go, Ben. He'd want it this way. I'm telling you. <laughs> he'd want it this way. <laughs> I mean, now we have to go and travel to his house to stop the recording for him when we finished, but still. Um, and then maybe obviously check if he's okay. But um, Oh, that, yeah. That <laughs> <too>. <laughs> oh, he's alright. <laughs> I was talking the entire time as well. Oh, wait, you just muted yourself whilst you... <laughs> <laughs> ah, stupid. It's all right. 
I, th- I think we covered it. Fine. Don't worry. Yeah, they, they have games and open world exists. Go play GTA Vice City. It's the best one. Well, that, that's a debate for another day. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one thing at a time, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's don't, let's don't put play a pin in it. Games. <laughs> Unless you're going to use the mod to get rid of the content creator mod, then use that. Hashtag. I mean, I don't promote illegal mods. Don't do it, but download it. All right. All right, so new news is done. So, um, oh, no, one sec. I found something oh, while we were talking. Oh, 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 he's found something. He's uh, found something juicy from beyond the grave. Akami uh, HD confirmed for the 12th. Oh, yes. 12th. Yes, we, we talked about the rumour last week. It is indeed now confirmed, and it looks quite lovely, to say I the least. I don't know. I just saw it. Uh, $20. $20. Um, gimme. Gimme. Sorry, gimme all. 19, 19, 19 words. $19.99. Well, you know, it's semantics. <laughs> it's fine. Akami HD will be compatible with Xbox One and X and the PS4 Pros. Because who's shocked about that at all? Well, you know, it's compatible with the PS4 Pro? Uh, that phrasing is weird for me because it's going to work. Yeah, I uh, mean, that, it's a spin, let's be honest, yeah. at that point. Yeah. 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 It's like it will work because it has to work because it's the same console. It's just yeah, man. It's still PS4, though. It's just PS4, dad, bruh. Bruh, bruh, bruh. So yeah, Akami HD coming out this December. Remember to ignore it like every time it's been released for some reason. Yeah, and then say it's the best game ever. and You want it re-released? I have then just ignore it again. I have half completed it twice so far. I've purchased it. I've played the demos. I'm really bad because I love the way that game looks, and there's like no reason I shouldn't play it. But much like Darren Aronofsky movies and The Black Swan, it's one of those things that just kind of leaks by, and it's been that way for a while. And I'm like, well, I've already gone this far. Yeah. It makes yeah. me sad because I want to go back and play it. And now that it's going to be on PS4, there's more likelihood, and I have no problem giving them money because gorgeous. Yeah. Definitely agree on that one. Also, um, only $20, so. Yeah. Doll hairs, man. Doll hairs, man. That's good. I like it. I like it. Um, right. So that that was news. We've done some news, and we we filled up. We filled up. How long, Ben? It's Ben dead again. Thirty minutes. Ben, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Came back in desperation. Thirty minutes. (laughs) I was waiting for the timer to hit it. All right. Okay. Don't scare us like that, man. Um, um, before we move on to any the usual, you know, what have we been playing nonsense, um, yeah. which kind of we've, we've kind of caught already in a way with the Destiny stuff. Um, I saw a thing on Twitter this week that was quite an interesting question, which was what game would you want to experience for the first time again? So, you know, we all have those games that you can never really go back to them and have the same experience again uh, that, and you really enjoyed if they, they maybe they represented a time in your life perfectly, or the, just the magic of seeing something new and exciting and fresh for the first time, and you just can't replicate it with sequels or, or remasters. So, I mean, I'll go first to give you guys time, a little more time just to think of something. Um, I, I said at the time that uh, it, I would love to have done that with Grand Theft Auto 3 just because, you know, also would have to kind of forget the last 16 years for that to work, but... Um, 
Yeah, just because I remember being so excited for it before it came out anyway, and just being blown away by this the fact that here it is that this game is now in 3D and it's like you can do anything. I mean, by modern standards, it's nothing. But then it was just oh, so pure, so so pure. Also, you know, big shout out to doing Metal Gear Solid Four again. I just, or in fact, any of Metal Gear's one through four again, doing us for the first time because yeah, they, they all just had such special, special moments to them. Um, Tim, what about you? Mm. This should be easy, and I have a default answer. I don't. I feel so cheap defaulting on this answer, but at the same time, I look at it and go, I probably wouldn't be so big into video games if I hadn't found this one. And the and I know I've told this story plenty of times, but the first time I stumbled across Metal Gear Solid Two was the point where. I started delving into games instead of just finding what other people were playing and playing it with them and then going home and forgetting about it. Yeah. I was finding games interesting and compelling and a serious medium. And without Metal Gear Solid 2, I don't know if it was because of the game or the timing. It had to have been the game. It had to have been. I, I couldn't concur uh, on that but, one with Metal Gear 2. Uh, it just... I just don't know about the timing thing. I don't know if maybe... I don't know. Like, even in this day and age, I feel like I would have eventually gotten into gaming at some point, you know, because yeah. it's it's big now. It's all over the place now. But I don't know. Two thousand one, me was so alienated. Just be, you know, living in a living in a, a living in a lonely world. Took the midnight train going. No. Um, <laughs> Um, but it, it, that was very much my life. It was very, very narrow. I went to a small town school, things like that. You know, small town life. Everything was very narrow. I read, I read stuff. I watched stuff. You know, just to get out of my enclosed realm. But Metal Gear Solid Two really just took the door and blew it up in its very dialogue heavy way. And yeah. yeah. I mean, I could, I could definitely say that about a lot of games around that two thousand end of two thousand and one, beginning of two thousand and two period. Because you know, for us, MGS two came out in two thousand and two, so at the beginning of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, stuff that I still play, like Jack and Daxter, Devil May Cry, you know, um, as I said, Pro Evolution Soccer, and Metal Gear Solid two. You know, things that are my favorite things to this day. You know, even Devil May Cry, despite the fact there's only like two good games in the entire series. <laughs> it's, it's like, and one of them, and one of them wasn't even done by the normal team. Um, yeah, so it, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's it's a special time. It's like again, I could I could say that about any of those games. You know, as much as like Jack and Dexter is just another 3D platformer. I suppose really, I'd say Mario 64. Then in that case, because that was the one that was like, wow, this is like proper 3D. But Pez, yeah, also, oh man, if I could experience that again for the first time, just the purity of it. And now I'm like, I couldn't count the hours of, of I've played over the last what eighteen years? Eighteen years of playing Pez. How is Man. That? Uh, that? That seems odd. It seems like five minutes ago it was like in its third entry or something, and like just mad. I mean, I've probably been talking the series itself. I think it's been going like twenty something years, but still, yeah, long time. And now I feel old. 
So that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, what about you? For me, please say eleven. Please it has 11. to be fancy eleven. Yes, <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, one yeah. of the. It was one of my first MMOs I experienced, and it was lovely exploring the world. I know the the, the combat wasn't great, but it's nice exploring the world. You know, the, yeah. unlike fourteen, which was is not exactly the most dangerous. You can go anywhere really. Eleven, you really had that sense of fear and exploration as you look through the. You know, went around different areas. Um, yeah. I didn't play that game very much, but there were a lot of times where I knew I couldn't go somewhere because I was alone. But at the same time, you wanted to try. Yep. You know you couldn't go there, but you you were going to give it a try and see how far you could get. Yeah. So, uh, and there was something special about the translating system they had. I didn't have a good grip on it, but it was so cool to be in a in a server with tons of people from tons of countries and having a way to communicate with them so seamlessly it was very cool no 14 has that as well but it's all automated now well 11 kind of was as well you could press the tab button yeah but you still had to cycle through the stuff and know where things were and it being so manual and so unique in that way like now it's you know they have it all figured out but I, I like that end of it, being able to communicate with somebody from some complete, you know, complete different lifestyle, yeah, completely different language. So sort of ser- region server diva, they were just like, "Here's a load of servers." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, I just thought of another entry now on that. When you talk about games like that, it's just like for me, that'd be like Quake Free all over again. Yeah. To just just to do Quake Free all over again, just oh man, the, the first time I really got multiplayer. But eleven was just amazing for its time. I really can't wait for them to release the mobile version. When's that happening? Uh, this, it was announced like last year or so. So three years from now? Uh, probably. Because they're porting the whole thing over to mobile. Ooh. So, yeah. It'll take a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Splendid. Splendid. Any others? Or is that the only one that tickles your fancy in that regard? Well, there's so many, but that would be my main sort of. That'd be the if you had one. Yeah, if I had one. If you had one. I just find it hard to pick one. There's That's the game that, that it because I didn't really play on the PS2 that much. That was yeah. my my teen years, literally. I played it for eight years. <laughs> and it's still going. What? Yeah. What? what? You say that's the longest you've played a game. No, over consecutive years, if you will. Eleven, like, I'd say. Yeah, so you say eleven would be there. I think. I think GTA Four. I think for me, no, actually, that's wrong. It's wrong, uh, totally wrong. Sonic the Hedgehog, because I've played that like every year since nineteen ninety <laughs> something. It's like that in some form well, or if another. If I count, if you count franchises and Sonic, probably. Well, I just mean like the original Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. I've played it like every year wow. since since I first played the, the first. The game, it's it's mad in that regard. I mean, I still I, have my original copy. Lots of disappointment in there. <laughs> lots of disappointment, but the, you know, the first one is pure and yeah. lovely mm, and too just, good. You know, my copy of Sonic 3D still has its price tag on. Huh. It was sixty sixty nine pound when it came out. Oof. Nice seventy quid for a <laughs> Mega Drive game, and everyone says the games are expensive now. Oh man, they like that, yeah. <laughs> Oh, they're so expensive. 
<laughs> because of the, the the returns on it, like yeah. you couldn't return a game if you opened it for anything other than another copy of that game. Like yeah. it's just like terrible. I had to rent the game so back sh- then because it was so expensive. <laughs> So if you made the wrong choice, there was no going back, yeah. and like there was no second-hand market so openly available. Just like I remember, it wasn't like even just that it was just the fact that there was no no way to work out if it was a good game or bad, not good game. No, yeah, yeah, you had to go on magazines, which you know yeah. were, was very few of. And well, sometimes I mean, like the first time I actually bought a, a video game with my own money, I think was um, Lemmings Two on the Mega Drive. Oh wow. But, but I wanted FIFA 94, the 95, sorry. Um, and I changed my mind and wanted to go back. And yeah, it, it devastated me that I couldn't change the game. And I kind of then resented Lovings 2 for the rest of the time <laughs> I had. You still hate it. You look at a copy and go, I could have oh. had FIFA 94. Triggered. I, I forgave it when, you know, because obviously it was DMA Design who then turned into Rockstar. So, you know, the, the, the later output made it a bit more forgivable on that front. You go up least. to Rockstar someday and go, can I can I have my copy of FIFA 14? <laughs> I think that's the last one I played actually. FIFA 14, funnily enough. Which <laughs> is so, literally because there was no pairs on PS4 at that time. So yeah, it's, it's football uh, crazy. It's football mad. I am. Well, I'll be talking more about that soon. Don't you worry. Yeah. Oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, yay. I promise to show you your destiny. You can listen to my damn football. <laughs> that's why he did it. Ulterior motive. That was the plan all along. <laughs> he um, tricked us. He tricks the habits. Tim, what game do you reckon you've played the most consecutive years, or wow. the most years ever? If you will, have yeah. World of Warcraft. Yeah. Yeah. So, how yeah. many do you reckon you're on going on that now? It's... Oh wait, like the same game or like franchise? The same game, yeah. Okay, like, yeah. like I said, with Sonic, it was like the original Sonic I played like every year. Probably Sonic. I mean, I could look at if it were franchises, I could look at Madden and technically say that I've played the um, last eight years. But yeah, I mean, I, mean, I could say that with Pez. Yeah, I've been playing it since. Technically, and I definitely Pez. don't enjoy Madden as much as you enjoy Pez. But yeah, wow. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've come and gone over the last twelve years, but. My first stint was for six years. Oof. So, yeah. Lots of money. That's, but, yeah. man, I miss it, though, because, like, I mean, it was fun, right? But in terms of entertainment, $15 a month is a goddamn steal. Yeah. I mean, if you're, man. If you're into it, it's yeah a lot there. And that was, like, full dedicated time, man. Man, like I'd have, I'd have nights. I'd have like my day would be waking up at quarter after seven, going to school from eight until I don't know three or four, and then I'd work from five until maybe eleven at night, and then I go home and play WoW for like four hours, and then I wake up at seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm same with college. I had. I didn't really buy any games. I just played 11. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's like, oh, but it costs £10 a month. Why do you spend that much? Because I How much do you spend going out yeah. every weekend? How much do you spend, you know, I did doing buy. this, doing that? 15 bucks a month is cheap if yeah. that's all you're doing. Yeah. A full entertainment month is paid by $15, and that's insane. If, yeah. if that's what 
you fall into and you're just super dedicated to it, that's a steal. Man. Yeah, I totally agree on that. It's like, I think around that time where I was talking about earlier, when like age 19 in 2001 onwards, for a couple of years, I just, I didn't really go out much anyway. So it's just like, I'd buy video games. It's like, I still probably get more video games now, but it's then it was quite a lot considering. And it's like I'd play a game, finish, trade it, play the game, finish it, trade it, and it's like keep the other one that I like. I say, I think if we're talking single player stuff, though, I think like Metal Gear Solid Two is the one that I'd probably return to the most, uh, other than Sonic. It's just because, damn, it it's special in so many ways to me. Well, if we're talking about single player games only, then it, I guess Seven, Fantasy Seven, is my most played game. Yeah, because I put like two hundred hours on one save file. Nuts. Though I did something similar with Final Fantasy X. Man, I got stories about Final Fantasy X, man. I, uh, that, that's not my single player, though. Um, most played would have to be Metal Gear Solid 2, straight up. Because uh, I can't say for any other game that I've played through the entire thing 28 times. So. But what can yeah, I, what can I do it's mad. You? you what? What can I do for you? What can uh, I do for you? Uh, I better not do that. I uh, ended up breaking up. In, I ended up singing that last you? night during the podcast, so no, mm. I'll stop now. I hate how catchy those songs are. At the same time, I, I secretly love them. Uh, it just it just makes me think a thousand of the words old YouTube I good. used to watch. It just went downhill when I, I still miss his shows. It used to be amazing. Uh, the a thousand Spoonie words experiment. is also too good, dude. The Spoonie experiment. He was amazing. I want that life. That life. That life is, is dying already yeah. at this point. Yep. Thanks, Yerp. YouTube. Thanks, YouTube. Thanks, forward, you know, front facing racist bastards who make oh. it worse. Hashtag. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, um, games we've been playing. Should we do that or should we do the predictions contest? I said games we've been playing because I don't think it's going to last long. Okay. But yours might not. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, we didn't do predictions last week. You weren't here last week. Or no, the week before we didn't do. Yeah, we did. Yep. We did Destiny. We did. And Absol. <gasps> That's right, we did. And you, I you, won. Yeah, you won the Absolver round and Ben won the uh, Destiny round. So, Wait, yeah. which round did I win? Absolver, I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Woo. So I have what seven points now? Uh, what were we on? I can I'll scroll up, scroll up, scroll no, up. You are on four, four points, Tim. Four points in total now. So you have four correct scores. Um, but these last two I've gotten were exact, so those would be two points each. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Like the one that I we checked. Yeah, now that I think about it, the last one we checked, I was right on for Absolver. Are you sure? I thought it was nil that was out. No, I got. Um, that was the week before. That was everybody's golf. I got dead on. Yeah. Um, Absolver, I have you on 66 to score on 64. It's, I think Ben was a bit wishy washy about what yeah. you got on that one. So maybe that was, that was it. And Okay, well, you know, I can add a point there, so it's fine. You got an extra okay. point. Yay. It's like, um, I mean, it doesn't matter too much, but yeah. I mean, it does. You're, you're winning it, this. Whatever this you're, is. Now, 
you're now tied with Ben. So yay. So um, wait, I don't even have that many points. You got five points. <laughs> I thought I'd less than that. No, I mean okay. you have been you have been on it like every week, Ben. Well, I'm here law, every week, so the law of averages does seem to say that you would win one eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um, last week, uh, while Tim was away, we did Pez 2018 and uh, said, "Oh, what will the score be there?" Now, this is like my home turf, so you'd think I should win this quite easily, being me. But I'm biased and terrible, so I'm. Not going to win necessarily. Uh, what happened then? What happened? The final score was actually eighty-four. Ben, you were seven points off. Uh, we're seventy-seven, but pretty close, you know, for you. Yeah. Um, now, Alfonso was two points out on eighty-two. I was two points out on eighty-six. So it's a half a point each for myself and Alfonso. So I'm about to up at last. You finally got rounded up. Which now means that uh, Alfonso is no longer dead bottom because he is joint bottom with Mike. So he's uh, a son. It's good. Um, and I am good. now on 16 points exactly because I had 15 and a half. So that's cool. Um, let's pick a game to uh, to do for this week then. That's the, the one. What are we on? Well, I mean, the obvious one is coming up. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is out next week. So I think that that's a good one to do. So let's do that. Um, right, so Tim, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite Man 79 79, nice but not quite nice enough (laughs) (laughs) Not quite nice (laughs) It's like, eh, nice adjacent you are Ben. It's not that adjacent. But. <laughs> I'm going to go with someone that's going to piss off a load of Marvel fans. So sorry, Gary. 64. 64. Oof. Guys. Make my heart bleed. Um, I'm going to go 73. 73 on this one. You said make your heart bleed, but you go lower than my score? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just, yeah. You know, Get I think it's going to do better than it should because of Marvel, so that's why I'm going higher. I I just think that it's it probably would score higher, but if not for the fact that there have been other beat 'em ups this year that have scored higher, you um, should just buy wait for Dragon Ball for next year. It looks better. Oh man, much excite! Please give me. And I think there is that whole stigma surrounding it as well that, that you know oh it because the demo looked like this oh because you know. Capcom fucked up Street Fighter, and that's it. So the, yeah, I think it will probably be judged unfairly somewhat in some regards. So, yeah, I'm judging it based on the last one, the original, yeah, last where they released so little content in it, and then they released the super version like a few months later. Oh, it was like 24 characters in 16 stages. It's not like yeah, but ter- the lack of arcade mode put me off. Well, it's definitely an arcade mode this time. So I'm and, just saying the fact that that's oh like, yeah yeah. It's, so yeah, um, yeah, I think there's quite a lot actually to Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. There's like the usual modes, but also that it has a story now, so as well, which um, I, I think it's safe to say isn't going to be injustice levels. But uh, will probably be quite, uh, shall we say, pulpy. Um, cool. So that we've done that. Um, 
on to what we've been playing then, I suppose. We've been talking about Destiny already a bit, so I don't know if there's anything else anyone wanted to add on that, but you may. Um, ben? I have been playing the Destinies. Can you stop going to the door? I was trying to... I was about to burp, sorry. <laughs> well, you know. We want to hear it, dude. We got. We do reviews on here. Anyway, Destiny, I played that and... I played. The, I sure did play that Destiny. I sure played that Destiny. <laughs> Uh, Lawbreakers, and no, don't buy it, it's rubbish. Uh, and of course, Dragon Ball Z, Fighter Z, Beta. We can talk about it, right? Like, if we we can streamed it and probably got, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If we, yeah, if we can stream it, we should be able to talk about it. Well, there you go, talk about it. It was fun, and I really enjoyed the lobby system with the little chippy characters. That was amazing. I'd like to say that. Ben is godlike in that game. <laughs> yeah, you said earlier in the week, him and Gary are like some sort of Dude. death squad in fighting. <laughs> I mean, I figured out some stuff and I was able to do some things, but not only did they do that better, but they also managed to manipulate the natural lag of the servers. Yeah. And damn. Gotta use that use the lag, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> And the lag wasn't even bad. It was like, what did they yeah. say, three frames? Yeah. Because it showed a lag thing at the top of three yeah. frames, which wasn't isn't bad. But I couldn't, I couldn't translate that into what I was doing. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun fighting Tim and Gary. You mean fighting Gary and making Tim look like a fool? And yeah. It got better as you played, though. Um. I mean, you worked out to do that triple super before anyone else. I only did a double super. <laughs> it's, weird. it's weird to hear Ben sound so condescending. <laughs> Dude, he got super cocky and it was great. He's <laughs> in his element. I, was like, I think it's what we forget about Ben. It's like he's so unassuming, but he secretly is some sort of wit when it comes to games. He's Mr. Wizard. Uh, he is. He is uh, the wizard from the moon. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Dude, straight oh. up. And I'm Excellent. looking forward to it. Good to hear. Any other games on, on that? Uh, I've got Eagle Flight to play, but I've just not had the time. So. That's that's a review. There you go. It's done. <laughs> Put that on the box. It's <laughs> <laughs> already out, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but you could just sort of retroactively get it done. It, uh, I guess that could be the fact that nobody's had time to review it. <laughs> we just put it on the box. It, it's pretty good, but didn't have time to play it. <laughs> so, the concept uh, is that, good. Yeah. The cover art is sweet. <laughs> I was thinking what game it was this week. Um, Adam got uh, a quote for, and it's like, but it was he didn't. It, it was a news article, and it's like, and they're using it as a, as a quote for something. And it's like, what, it wasn't like any opinion or impression for the game. It just this game does have graphics. <laughs> Quote it. Like, <laughs> was well, it Marvel versus Capcom? Um, I don't know what it was. I can't remember what you said Maybe. it was. Something big that's coming out soon. Let's see if I can take a gander at it. Yeah. Call of Duty. You uh, have no. guns. <laughs> Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> oh my Always god, I'm holding a cat up. and typing with another hand. <laughs> um, ben, keep talking while we're looking. <laughs> uh, and, and, okay, so... You've got all the fighters, and they've announced a new char- a new character just for fighters called um, 
Android 21, and the theory is that it's Dr. Jero's wife. And Android 21? Yeah. Oh, man. Because she has a, a ring on her finger, and she has the same eye color and hair color as Android 16, and Android 16 is based off Dr. Jero's son. Oh, snap. So the theory is that it's his wife that has been turned into an android, and she has rebuilt her son for some reasons. Just because mm. it's her son, I guess. Makes sense. I found out what it was now. There we go. Yeah, it is Monster Hunter World, which we haven't oh, yeah. played. We haven't played it at all. It's like it's just uh, from his post where he put Monster Hunter World confirmed for release on PS4. It's like uh, the quote I believe was uh, to the delight of fans everywhere. The Capcom developed series is making its triumphant return to PS4 in 2018. I think they're using part of that. It's like weird. Okay. <laughs> I guess they want it for the announcement trailer. But, I guess. Just to put it this way: they are technically quoting their own press release. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> Capcom are not content with just rehashing their games. They're now rehashing their own words about those games. At least Monster Hunter looks amazing. Yeah, it does look amazing. So if scores are bad for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, they'll just um, stick the Marvel vs. Capcom free scores on it. I don't know. <laughs> just say it on the box and say, yeah. It's, all... <laughs> it's technically true. You know, it's like you know, Chris Redfield's there and, and Rocker Reckon. So... Which is, yeah, great, fantastic. Um, we were talking about something else, surely. No, that was it. Um, oh, that was it. We we rambled on. We rambled on Ben stuff. Um, Tim, what about you? Yeah, I think I've just been doing what Ben's doing. Spooky. I don't. I don't think I've been doing anything else. No. Though I did activate Huddle for Boyfriend, and there's a part of me that wants to play it. Oh, you should. It's amazing. It's, yeah. <laughs> so fun. I love the game. <laughs> it, it, I'm not saying it's like the best game ever or anything. It's just I love it for what it is. It's just poor kid. This guy's name is Young Ho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor the kid. Worst kind of Ho you could be. <laughs> oh God! Imagine how confused he's going to be when he's older. How are you, Young? Oh, by the way, when I talk about Young, I got ID'd. But it was stupid, right? My mate was buying alcohol for his sister's birthday, right? Uh, mm-hmm. a, a supermarket and, right. he, and because I was stood next to him they tried to ID me that's okay. a thing Like we, yeah. that happens here I was like okay I, I, I don't have any idea well, I guess I, I guess I look just under go, 18 just go outside Yeah. oh wait your drinking age is 18 isn't it yeah mm. well you gotta look under 25 I think but still I'm Here we 30. have to look under 40. If you don't look under 40, you get carded. Wow. Yeah, because judgment is not a thing in America. Just kidding. It's all over the place. Anyway, but yeah, it was kind deductive of reasoning is not. <laughs> Sorry, I went to another store and bought it. Splendid. The other thing I got that until I was about 30, and then it stopped. Anyway, that's depressing. But then I don't really go out drinking. So well, it, I don't yeah, drink, that's... so I was sat there thinking, well, okay then. Bye. That's, you know, oh, that's, that's a thing, though, <laughs> actually, because... Um, there was a period of time in my 20s when I wasn't getting carded. But what's really weird now is I'm thin on, in hair, in my head, like yeah. in my head and on my head both ways. And uh, it kind of just happened that way. I'm explaining it weirdly, so I'm just going to go with it. I'm thin multiple ways, and except for my body, I'm fat. Um, but Join the club, buddy. Woohoo! We should go play soccer. 
That's a word. I'm sorry. That word's forbidden in here. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Awkward silence. Um, no. Uh, so I have all these signs of aging, but I'm getting cut carded constantly. Mad. You're and a cool teenager. It's, it's the normal thing. Yeah. Maybe they're just like, oh, uh, man, he looks old. I'm going to card him and make him feel better. <laughs> Maybe it's the late thing. It's like millennials are killing the, the, the barber industry. By the- <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the millennials are killing looking young. Yeah. Like they, they can't even bother looking young now. It's <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> uh, barber shops were dead before we got here. I can't believe to, I can't wait till millennials start killing killing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the greatest thing. It would. Actually, I feel like that could happen. It, it would be a good thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. It'd it just would. be the, the ultimate final thing. They just look at it and be like, man, people's well-being is so well controlled. Oh, what the hell? Ah. <laughs> millennials killed be... the killing. <laughs> killed killing. <laughs> I can't handle this anymore. Uh, splendid. Cool. So you've been doing the same things. I think that's what we were saying <laughs> before all that. Yeah, um, except I was mowing lawns too, but that's not a game. Yeah. It's, uh, okay. It's cool. Um, I suppose I'll, I'll talk about what I've been playing, which you know, I say it's big. Okay. It's not. See you guys later. <laughs> you sit there and you listen. To... <laughs> Mute. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Not very nice, guys. Come on. <laughs> Actually, I'm super interested in this, and I'm just running around with the shenanigans because it's funny. I know. I, I want to try to get into Pez. Pez. It, oh, it wouldn't just be Pez. There's XCOM to talk about too. You know, so which I, I'm sure you had something to say. Yeah. Um. But I'll start off with the, the boring stuff first. So, um, I can only talk about three of the four things I played this week. So, I might have talked about one of those games already, but I haven't. Honest. Um. So, um. I went back to Fortnite again this week because they've added their own Battle Royale mode, you know, which is, of course, the in thing at the minute you know, with uh, Battlegrounds being, like, bigger than Jesus. Is um, Does he have a record label or something? Something like that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's quite fun. Yeah, and for what it is, you know, it's pretty cool, different type of playing. And, yeah, it it's still in, like, it's weird because it's like an early access thing in an early access game. So it's like it's only like in the test phase now. So it's like it's a weird thing of like an alpha and a beta and a beta. So, well, there you go. It, but it works fine. I mean, it looks a lot, lot less uh, twitchy and glitchy as, uh, than Battlegrounds does. So not too bad. And it's got that uh, wonderful epic game sort of feel to it with the shooting and stuff. So. As uh, people can fly, who did a bullet storm, are partially responsible for that. So it, it's got some quality behind it. Um, otherwise, yes, Pez 2018, which after two weeks of trying to find the review copy, finally finally landed here this week. Uh, and then I had to wait for the servers to go online because apparently they're waiting to launch day with that this week. But they did, they did it, and I reviewed it because at this point I can review these games I sleep. But yeah, it's it's good again. It's um, a much slower paced game of football this year, which I think is better because it allows you to read the game and what the players are doing at any one time a lot better. You, last year was very much a bit more gung ho, where you, you could just sort of run into a lot of stuff and rather than you know, sort of act on it. 
Um, yeah, so it's nice to have that slightly slower pace to be more responsive to what's going on around you and pick apart teams like that and picked apart even because uh, that's that's definitely a thing. It's uh, not initially very easy to get into uh, in that sense. So uh, I, even myself, after years of playing it uh, as a series, you know, found myself getting destroyed in one of my opening games because I just was playing like it was 2017 version and going very aggressive with my attacks and leaving myself open at the back to allow them to put a ball over the top and just uh, have a free shot at goal. I learned. I learned my lesson. I learned how to play it. And now, yeah, it just got... It's that small moment every year with Pez where you're getting used to the new systems where you go, I don't think I like this year's edition. It's it's too different. I'm too used to that. But for me, this is probably because I've played like multiple hundreds of hours of it in a year. And then it clicks and you're like, oh, this is great. I'm enjoying it and I like it and it's best. And I don't... And yeah, the one thing that really needed to happen, I think, was that um, the online needed to be a bit more stable. Last year was a bit up and down. You know, the problem, one problem, of course, still exists this year, which is uh, you, know, you still have disconnectors who somehow land you with the default loss. And I, I still don't get quite why that happens. Man, but it's why is that a thing? I just I don't get it. It's last year was very weird. The amount of games where I was comfortably winning um and suddenly the game would disconnect out of nowhere and i would be awarded the defeat and uh, three nil default defeat and it's like i don't understand if it was my connection when it happened but it never ever happened once when i was losing or drawing a game it's the minute i go two or three goals up every time and on a couple of occasions it's happened this time it's happened there luckily most of my games have been very close online and competitive like I was doing the uh, esports qualifiers you know, pre-season qualifiers so I've, I wanted to do it this year and just give it a crack and see if, how, how far I go and yeah damn it's just that brings out the best in that game it just hmm. it's ultra competitive and people know that they can't really quit in that mode because you know, it's like their rankings they just won't get a chance to go through if they've got uh, those sort of things against their rankings. And yeah, I mean, you've got to win like your best five results in the time period and then it's measured against other people and then you, know, you can enter into the next round of games, which I think there's like loads of people can get in uh, the next round. Um, so far, so good. It's just, it's, I mean, the first match I played, I got absolutely dominated by this guy. He, he was... But, the lessons I'd learned from def- about defending and keeping back and just the last ditch tackles and knocking the ball about meant that I caught him on the break twice and one, two, one. It's just, Ooh. it's a, yeah, I, I had no say in that game for large portions of it, but he was so obsessed with getting that goal and getting the attack in the first time as the game drew on that eventually he made a mistake. I got it up, used my pace up front. <laughs> Not innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just kind of default there every time. Sorry, I'm done. Yeah, okay. it's all right. sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm really trying to avoid using innuendo, but it's hard. You're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, did you say? You got some stiff competition now. <laughs> <laughs> the balls oh, are your ben. Same, same, these Ben. <laughs> 
But yes, it was like it was good, and then of course I got the second goal because he was chasing the equalizer. So it, it was nice to see the tactics working as they should, you know, and not acceptable nonsense. And the best thing about the esports stuff is that they balance the teams out, so anyone can play as any team and not be punished for playing as a lesser team. It's like the, oh, that's they, cool. So yeah. then it's just based on skill. Yeah, nice. it's just like if you want to play your team as your favorite team and they're not as good as, say, Barcelona, it's good because every other mode is just poisoned with that. And, uh, you know, everyone picking the same players, the same teams, and it's a pain in the ass. Because, But as much as it is satisfying to beat people with teams like that, because you know, at times you see people who have clearly paid lots of money to, to buy players in my club mode and like, have a front line of the likes of Ronaldo and Neymar and Messi and that, and then they can't score a goal because they don't know how to play the game. It's it's hilarious. And then you beat them with like a striker from like the second division. I'm sorry, did you say Nessie? Messi? Messi. Oh, okay, Messi. I mean, yeah, what's Nessie but, doing there? There's no wait, lock. Wait, wait, wait there. Did you give it that treat to again? God damn it, Neil. <laughs> You gave him the tree fitty. You gave him tree fitty. Tree fitty. Oh, dear. Anyway. I tell you before, God damn it. God damn it, Kyle. Um, beyond that, there's, uh, there's some new stuff in there that's uh, quite cool. There's a uh, random selection mode, which basically you put in the parameters of f- in four boxes. So, you know, I-, I want players from this team or this country or. Uh, this league like that and then you'll get a randomly generated team to take on another someone else's randomly generated team online so even if you pick like all great teams as your base choices you know you don't necessarily get their best players they'll balance it out and make sure that you get some good players some the middling players so you never know quite where you're going to go with it and it's fun. It used to be in the game a few years back, and they sort of ditched it in the, the last generation. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's really nice to have back as it just feels a bit fresh. And then there's the, uh, I don't want to say it in this way, but it's almost like the most modern thing they've added is having the free v free, which now has like you can have clans for it in the sense of you and two, you. A team of three of you each control an area of the pitch, like that, and they can still have people that do the same. And it's cool; it's really interesting to to work with. And I think it's odd, but it is almost like the sort of thing you'd find in like a shooter, in the sense of oh, we're going to team up as a clan, a clan, and take it on other teams and stuff. And it's yeah, I, I don't know how it'll pan out in the long run, but it seems to be doing quite well in positivity so far. So, um, otherwise, it's it's pretty much the same game in a lot of ways. The menus still haven't been tweaked brilliantly. Uh, obviously, the licensing is up and down. But you know, I uh, this I've only had it like half a week, and I've pretty much got everything licensed to the hilt now because you know, wonderful, wonderful people um, that, that uh, provide such things for the game. You know, and fair play to Konami that they they allow you to import. You know, official kit stuff. You know, whilst obviously giving the warning, say, oh, you know, don't go. Don't, you know, you're on your own if there's any problems with this. But uh, yeah, that's good. Um, 
Sorry, Ben. I, I know you want to to get going on that raid. I told him fifteen-ish minutes. So fifteen-ish. Okay, so I'll talk about XCOM and then and then we can go. Fifteen-ish. Okay. Okay. Gary. Oh, Gary is asking. We've just started. Get him on for the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, well, that's fine. Last fifteen seconds. So you can hear me talk about XCOM and then we go in. So. Brill. So yeah, um, I've not managed to play as much of XCOM because yeah, the other stuff. But uh, again, you know, trying to get review code was uh, fun to at least. Uh, end that up was being... part of the strategy game. You have to do that first before you can play it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, it's you, an ex- well, yeah. your character is actually the post person, and yeah, yeah, it becomes a whole thing. Oh my god, thing. it was an arg. It's an arg. Um. Yeah, so you know, for the uninitiated, that's the word. Um, War of the Chosen is an expansion to XCOM 2. It uh, obviously came out last year. Uh, much like uh, the last XCOM game did, uh, it brought out uh, an expansion that basically laid over the top of the base game and then sort of rewrote some of the, the things you do within it and uh, made it to a bigger, more fleshed-out experience. You know, Now, XCOM 2 was very much like uh, a continuation of enemy within but with new stuff so it's already a quite an impressive game in terms of options and things like that this adds probably the first game i've seen to use anything close to the nemesis system uh, outside shadow of mordor so and shows that putting it in another game a strategy game of all things it's amazing how well it works um the, the Chosen, which are basically a trio of alien siblings that are like elite fighters. There's, there's an assassin and there's a sniper type and like that. And they do, they taunt you through the missions. They taunt you from your home screen. They sabotage your plans and they kidnap your best soldiers and you have to go and rescue them. Steve, it's, no! <laughs> it's just like... Uh, yeah, it's amazing uh, how much you end up hating them. You know, in a, in a proper "I hate you" because you keep fucking up my plans way. I and hate you. you I'll also get, get you next time, aliens. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> and your little dog too. <laughs> I would have got away if it wasn't for your pesky five squad members and your dog. Yeah, yep. <laughs> literally, like. Bad, bad guys, you know, in the sense of there's nothing redeeming about them. Their, their mission given to them is like, uh, we don't like XCOM, so can you kind of fuck up the plans while we're trying to do our own plan? They're here to yeah. kill puppies. They're here, no. they're cool. I don't think there are any puppies left in, in that <laughs> future. So, fine. Um, there's a whole bunch of other new stuff. I mean, like on a more trivial level, there's like a a photo booth mode now where you can like soldiers and put out propaganda posters and stuff like that, which is just amazing and just already done quite a few just in the early going because it's fun. Um, but then and there's uh, they add more stuff like a, a resistance radio DJ, which is played by Jake Busey, son of Gary. Um, <laughs> yeah, which means two of my favorite games in the last few years now feature a Busey, which is cool. Um, and then there's the three new uh, player factions, if you will, which is uh, skirmishers, which are ex-Advent soldiers, so it's the alien-human hybrids uh, fighting back against the system that created them. You have the scavengers, who are like live out in the wastes of uh, where 
no, Advent don't go anymore. Um, and and the, the Templars, which very much, yes, um, have psionic powers that kind of look like magic. Um, yeah, they, they're all cool. They're, they're voiced quite interestingly by mostly uh, Star Trek and Generation cast members. Is uh, You've got Q, Deanna Troy, Worf, uh, and uh, Tachavar. I think it's Latachavar, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, they're all in there, which is... It's, I mean, Worf is like uh, Michael Dorn. You can tell it's him almost straight away when you know it's his voice. And of course, Nolan, smooth. Mm. yeah, and of course, Nolan North turns up as one of the chosen. Oh, so, because, know. and guess what? Guess what? Nolan North, right? He does quips and stuff. It's a, <laughs> in a shocking revelation. Um, Wahoo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so far really quite fun. Really good. A great load of extra stuff in there. And you can now make like friendship bonds for your soldiers, so they they can be buddy with each other, and they can be devastated if their teammate, if their best mate gets killed, and go crazy on a rampage, with it and or they, you know, just they do stuff that really adds to what's so great about XCOM, in that you care about these soldiers a lot more than you should. You know, it's like. It's, Always helps if you name them after people you know and make them look like people you know, which is like what we always do. Uh, but yeah, it's just yeah, I, it's going to be grand in that regard. I, my only major complaint now is that initially it was very very choppy in in the the opening sort of tutorial areas of the the restart of the game, and it seems to have got better since. But considering some of the problems that. XCOM 2 had when it came out on PS4 where it was very long load times and stuff like that. That's thankfully still been dragged back to what it was in XCOM 2 proper. Yeah, I, I'm worried just that there might be the odd problem because it's a lot to handle uh, in terms of depth of strategy. But yeah, wonderful game. Um, yeah, okay. you, yeah, I have a, yeah, I have a question for you. I just remembered what it was. I didn't forget. What? What? I didn't what, forget. What? Okay. What? 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 Okay. So, as a person who wants to play XCOM 2, but hasn't yet, should I start with XCOM 2, or should I just jump into what's up to date? Well, now, um, I would say that if you can get a copy that has everything, anyway... I don't yet. Oh, no. I mean, if you would have... You do have the option from the title screen to just play it vanilla or play it with the that expansion. Oh, okay. Um, you're lucky if you have like the other DLC that came before it, like the Alien Hunter stuff. I don't. Like, if you do and you download that, that stays in the game and you can't really switch it off. You can switch off like the missions that come with it, but like Alien Hunter's a similar thing to The Chosen where you had these boss enemies, if you will, that turned up and you had in missions out of nowhere. It's like... They they fixed it in War of the Chosen that if you do have that installed, that they make them a bit easier and more easy to see where they are, so you don't just end up having to fight like the you know this big ass alien boss and the Chosen and other things at the same time because it would just be impossible. But um, yeah, I think you could go into this um, anew because it all lays on top of the original game and just seamlessly works through it. Okay, cool. It, it just feels like the same game, but with new stuff, and it, it's still stressful, and it's still like a, a learning curve every time you fail. And but failing's good 
in this. It's very much a game where you learn on the job uh, about what works and what doesn't work. I mean, still, I think up until last month, I was like finding new ways to do stuff. And, oh, cool! I didn't know I could do that. So yeah, this just adds so much more to it. Um, that makes me happy, yeah. you know, because I just got the vanilla one, and I didn't want to look at this and go, "Well, if I'm going to have to learn, you know, like three levels of systems just to, you know, get through the content up to the beginning or to the most up to date stuff," I figured I might as well just start there. But yeah, if it's if it's a good progressional thing and it's not going to just cut me off at the pass, no, I start I from mean, the beginning. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I mean. As with the base game, it's like you're on a time limit to a degree in terms of getting the idea is to stop their project from happening, but you can delay that almost indefinitely. You know, it's mm. like it, because you know, if you keep if you do things right, you can just keep pushing, keep pushing, give yourself time to develop the, the weapons you want and the army you want. But obviously, the more you do that, the more chance you're going to end up on missions to where you're going to lose sold, your best soldiers, or like that's so it. It's a great balance of risk and reward in that regard and okay. as i now with the, the chosen in there if you don't right beat them before the end you're going to give yourself a headache uh, because uh, they'll turn up in the final mission which is already pretty lengthy and pretty hard <laughs> so it's a uh, oh man back to the back to it thanks yeah uh, yeah if you do kill the chosen they have some sweet sweet weaponry that uh, is pretty much gonna help you nicely along for the rest of the game Oh, and cool. same, same, same with the Alien Hunters DLC. If you do that, they have the, like their own treats they leave if you kill them. But the, yeah. Okay. It, I have the vanilla game. I think I'll just start with that, get that done, and then do the DLC as I get them. Probably when they're on sale, because that's been how I've done so far. Yeah, I it's, it's not a bad idea. I'd say in a lot of ways because it's yeah, there's, there's plenty to be getting on with in that base game. And everything you learn from there, you can take into having the expansion on there anyway. So because Whee! you'll be starting pretty much the same way, they'll just throw more stuff in there uh, to lengthen the story, add new bits and bobs. Ooh, bits. bits and bobs. Yeah, so fantastic so far. I just, I just wish they hadn't all come at the same time in these games. It's uh, always oh, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, as expansions go, it's one of my favorite expansions for anything I've played since probably Enemy Within was for uh, the original XCOM Enemy Unknown. So yeah, that's that's me. I've done my games. I, I can talk no more about them. Woo-hoo. So, shout out to <laughs> <laughs> um, I JK. Yeah. yeah. Tim, what, what shouty outies have you got? <laughs> shouty outies? I don't know. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> Spout the word at this point. That's so good. Um, obviously, listeners. Oh, I had somebody. Oh, I had somebody that. Oof. <sighs> I'm old. Shout out to age because you're a bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, listeners, you guys. Gary for not not for not being here, but for being Gary. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, oh, I had a thing and. Okay, I don't know. Somebody, I call out to you, and I call you out, not call you out. I shout you out, and I can't remember who you are, but you're important to me. So that's it's everybody. Yeah. Everybody not politically corrupt. Yep. <laughs> Sounds fair to me. Um, ben, what about you? 
I want to shout out to uh, Phoenix Down Radio, Klaus Nightbringer. I want to shout out to Valmel, aka twitch.tv, Sassy Valmel, your favourite girlfriend's favourite streamer. I'd like to shout out to anyone uh, to anyone that's listening, really. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Hope you have a great day, and slash week, slash whatever time zone you are. Yeah, spendido. Um, I will uh, say similar things, because you know, you've taken all the good stuff. Um but I will also say that uh, you can follow us on Pondained on Twitter, which you want to do right now because uh, if you're quick and you get to this podcast before what is Tuesday, um, we're currently giving away uh, a copy of Badger Edge of, Edge of Control or something like that. Um, it's like the rally type game in the desert sort of thing. Um, it's the HD version of a PS3 game. And yeah, we have a giveaway for a copy of that on there just have to retweet and follow on there so and we it, have one too oh we yeah. do yes we do yeah I, oh my god I, gotta, I was just about to segue into that very thing and ask you that so there you go so, I just gotta find it well I'll keep talking and then okay. when you find it you, you jump in okay I'll just cut you off because what cut me off man. cut me off like you're my dealer or something um, I would never no which is bad because it would kill me and stuff. But I need your money more than you do, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's cool. Um, of course, join us next week when we have not only Unchained 186, where we might have more people. I think um, we're not going to have Alfonso on for a couple of weeks now, but uh, so he'll we'll be waiting for a little while. But um also have uh, Chili's Clues Wrestling Predictions podcast returning with No Mercy next week. It's, it's going to be great. It's That's going to be, be amazing. And I will bring No Mercies. You will bring none of the Mercies. None they of will the Mercies. Oh, maybe the Merciless sisters. Yeah, and no Mercy. I'm sure we'll bring up uh, a, a special podcast of some kind soon uh, beyond that as well. That's uh, Beyond the Thunder Wrestling Dome. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, again, don't know what game's next on that front, but we will do it. We don't want to leave it at just one because that was fun and we liked it and it was enjoyable in, in a sort of existential crisis way. It was uh, fantastic. Tim, did you find the the thing you were looking for? You know, one of the other benefits of being not being able to see things quickly. I guess you were looking right in front of it. I've done that before. Dude, that's pretty much my life. But that's been a <laughs> like when you look for your wallet, then you realise you actually put it just on the table when you've walked past it twice. That's also my life. I pretty much do that with everything. It's like, I can't find it, but it's on your face. My glasses. Anyway, yeah. I really have to go soon, so. Okay, so, yeah, if you found it, Tim? No, um, but we have another one. Somewhere. We'll put it in with, a, with the post, and then... Because yeah. one, code is e- one code is EU and one is US, so yes. we'll have something for both sides. Yes. If if we don't do it here, we'll do it on the uh, Twitter account. So yeah, after this one goes and does, we'll we'll add it. There you go. Cool. Right. So um, that is us for this week. Um, we have enjoyed you listening to us ramble. If you are indeed still listening to us ramble, um, we'll be back next week with more rambling, probably better ones if we're lucky. Um, see you then. See you then. Mages of Mistralia. That's it. It's going to be in there. U- U.S. side. <laughs> Um, so just, yeah, but yeah, thanks again, guys, Todd, Teddy, bye.